Greetings and welcome to Under the Fig Tree. Season three has been an amazing journey for us. It has been a lot of fun. And as we're wrapping up season three, this being our season finale, we thought it'd be appropriate to give you a little bit of an insight on some of the conversations that really don't make it to the final cut. So we leave the microphones open. Sometimes we get into discussions. And when the microphones are hot, you'll never know what you'll catch. So we actually call this episode Hot Mic. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I just heard a click, and I didn't know where I was. Is she on a phone call? <laughs> <laughs> can you still hear me? Hey, well, I'll tell you what, man. I loved leaving it behind. The podcast that you guys just did, you yep. and Tisha just did. It was so awesome. good. That was so good, man. If, you know, and it just it made me think about so many different things. I tell you what, it it really made me think about my yeses. You know what mm. I'm saying, um, and how we have to continually. I'll say it like this: stay updated with God. Mm. You know, in order to stay fresh. In him, I think that's how I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Stay updated with him in order to stay fresh in him. And, you know, one of the things that I've come to realize over the years is that God requires not just the first yes, but he requires yeses over and over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes yeses cost more than some of your other yeses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know that we've really shared that like that yeah. on, you know, on any of our sessions, but it certainly made me think, I thought, I, you know, that's what came to mind as I listened to you guys talk about leaving it behind and understanding the dynamic of, um, it's almost like making room, you know, mm. it's almost like making room, continually making room for him because he continually pulls us and leads us into different places in him. And so, you know, when a container is full, um, you know, what more can be put in? And it's just been my experience that there's times when God will bring you to the trash can per se, you know, (laughs) and, um, you know, or at least to the, or at least to the archival room, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe it's not something that needs to be thrown away, but it's something that he wants to put at the on the top shelf for a while because he has some new stuff that he wants you to focus on. And so the yeses, man, if I could describe season three of under the fig tree, it, that would probably be the word just looking at my yes and having to look at it and having to look at it and having to recommit, having to recommit, having to recommit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Some yeses are tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some yeses are tough. Some yeses, you are dragging other stuff with you into your yes. Yeah. It's almost like you have a safety blanket, like a little kid. Yeah. Like Linus from um, Charlie Brown. Yeah. And you're just like, I just, I, I, I said yes, but I just need this right here. I said yes, but. Yeah, I said yeah. yes, but. Yeah. I just need, I just need this right here. And mm-hmm. I can see that in my life. I can yeah. see safety blankets. Yeah. 
that I've taken with me on my yes. Yeah. And the God is so merciful. He let me take them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least for a while. At least for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until he said, Hey, you're finding comfort in that. Yeah. 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 And and then and then you realize when when he says, Hey, you're finding comfort in that, then then you come to realize that there's another word I'm gonna use, brokenness. Mm. Then you come to realize that brokenness is connected to your yes. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, I'll be real, real honest, man. You know, it's it's a concern of mine for the body of Christ that I, I don't know how well. I'm speaking, you know, painting with a broad brush. I don't know how well we, the body of Christ, the 2023 body of Christ, does with brokenness. And understanding that brokenness is connected to your yes. Well, I think because we look at brokenness as a negative thing. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. not necessarily, a ne- in some cases it can be. Yeah. Uh, but the world's definition of being broken is, you know. Yeah. It creeps there's a, into. There's a negative about, connotation yeah, and, to and it. And we kind of buy into that. Yeah. Brokenness is not negative at all. Yeah. Um, I think, to your point, you, you said it's connected to your yes. I think the brokenness is necessary. Uh, in order for God to put you back together the way you're supposed to be so yeah. that you can move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just some things that you just can't take with you. It's, it's almost like when you say yes, and you, you, Tisha, you just mentioned that too. When you say yes, sometimes it's just baggage that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And that safety blanket, you're like, please let me have my blanket. Please yeah. let me have my blanket. God is like, look, I, I know it's going to break you if I take this blanket. Yeah. yeah. It's going to break you if I take this yeah. blanket, but yeah. I got to break you. But But I have to. Yeah. 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 And guys, I'm going to say this, and this is going to be really uh, selfish. Um, I'm just going to come off the cuff. Yeah, it's selfish. (laughs) So I'm going to just say it. I don't want to go through with the church because they don't want to be broken. Now, I'm saying they because I'm involved in that too. Yeah. But you look at what happened in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. And you look at how many times Israel had to be broken. How many times they had to turn and repent? How many times God had to deliver them? And listen, it was years. You know what I'm saying? We read that little chapter and it seems real fast, but they were in that for years. Think of when Midian was just stealing their food. They're hiding out. It's years. I don't want us as the body of Christ to have to experience that in order to be broken. Does that make sense? We could get to a point, to your point, that if we don't humble ourselves, yeah. that we're headed in that direction. No, and, and that's that's exactly, that's one of the scriptures that, that comes to mind. Humble yourself before the Lord. Yeah. Right? And then he exalts you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we're thing. required to go low and then trust him. I was talking to a, a good friend of ours, Ben, yeah. just this morning, uh, and we were talking about that whole idea of of choosing to go low and stay low. <laughs> I think one of the issues, Tisha, Troy, is that, you know, when we start out in this thing, you know, many of us, we go low. Yeah. We're on our face. It's yeah. so new. It's so, our hearts are so sensitive toward God and toward his word, right? Yeah. But but what I have found over the years is that you really, really, really got to determine to stay low and stay in that place of humility. Yeah. Even if you feel that you should be someplace else, I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. 
but it's not up to you to determine when God exalts you, when he brings the rest of that scripture to pass, right? right? Humble yeah. yourself before the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due, due season. season. Mm. Yeah. What is due, <laughs> you know, what is due, due season? season Jesus. <laughs> Tell us what the due what season is. What is due season? Is that six How months? Is, yeah. is that a year? Is, is that, that 40 years? Is that 40 years? Yeah. Exactly. It could be 40 years. It could exactly. be 40 years. It could very well be 40 years, <laughs> yeah. right? And so, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just... Like I said earlier, for me, even just looking at season three, man, and some of the things that we've talked about, we started with that we all be one. Yeah. And that's almost to your point yeah. about the church, what you just said about the yeah. church, and not wanting us to have to go through no. that kind of thing in order to, you know, finally say uncle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's not repeat history. Yeah. And I feel like we're on the brink of repeating history yeah, and a repeat of history. You just, if you look at how God deals with nations, I haven't seen it where it's quick. The only time I saw maybe a quick thing, and I'm just being real. This <laughs> is the thoughts that quick. Teacher <laughs> have, <laughs> is Esther situation where, mm-hmm. but they were already under an oppressive rule. Exactly you right. see what I mean? So yep. it was, it's still, they yeah. were still. So I have not seen God. Looking at his history, he says, I'm the Lord, I change not. That concerns me because I have not seen God work quick with a nation, quick on my terms, quick like tomorrow, quick. Yeah, yeah. And so if the United States, if the church does not humble themselves and pray and seek the face of the Lord, and this is me included. I'm Mm -hmm. included in that. I don't want to be, but I am, okay? Mm -hmm. Then I don't know. I have not, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Is there a quick nation situation that I can hold on to? I mean, I'm just being real, right? This is, if there's one, give me that one. I, I will pray that thing on end. But, you know, I have not, I can't think of, right off the top of my head, a situation where God moved quick with the nation, even with Abraham. Look well, at that Well, process. I think it's always on, it's always, always on, on the, it's always on us. It's always on us. Okay, you well, know. you got to think about this too. Just, just to that point. So uh-huh. it's always on us, but you got to remember when when God decided to judge a nation, it yeah. wasn't quickly either. No, it wasn't. So it was over some time that He allowed yeah. them to do, yeah. do what they do, and yeah. then allowed them time to repent from what sure. they were doing. Yeah. Sure. So all that time builds up. So yeah. just it like it wasn't quick. A lot of times for them to come out of the trouble. Yeah. It wasn't quick for them to get in the trouble right. either. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. You are yeah. so right. Absolutely, man. Dang it, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to throw you a bone, man. Yes. Troy said, give me that bone. Yeah, yeah he took it. it right out of here. Well, I mean, you look at it, it does take people some time, you know, yeah. because God is long-suffering. Yeah. I, I like to say he's not forever suffering. Right. He's long-suffering. Yeah. So he'll, he'll, he'll let you slide for a little bit, say, hey, get back in line, get back in line, get back in line. And if you don't, then, I mean, it's not. I, I, I'm going to throw you a bone. Throw me one, because I'm call, sinking Call here. unto me, and I will answer thee. Show, show you great and mighty things. things that you didn't know about. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. That's why I say it's on us. Sure. Yeah. The onus is on us to to come together in unity and call on him. And, and I think that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? The church has yeah. been so fragmented. 
Uh, yeah. For so many years. And it seems that we are even more fragmented than we were some decades ago, right? So I think that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, the call unto me. I don't think God has a problem doing because uh, doing doing quick works. I don't believe no. he has a problem because we've all experienced at least the three of us I know have experienced no calling on to him, calling unto him and him doing something like sure. Yeah. We needed it and it was it was there, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't I I honestly believe that that is at least possible where the body of Christ is concerned. Do I believe that it will happen anytime soon? Eh. Mm. Do I believe, let me say it like this. Do I believe that it will happen without being pressed into? Mm. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe that it will happen without us being, without the body of Christ as a whole being really pressed into. I'll give you an example. From a prophetic standpoint, the Lord said to us, uh, let's say COVID, you know, they kind of made the big announcement in 2020, right? Around March, it broke mm-hmm. the news, right? Um, probably about a year later, around that time, a year later in 2021, the Lord said to me, he said, it ain't over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, everything that's happening is about the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about preparing the church. Yeah. You see? And so we we've been in it. When you know, to Troy's point, the the time, right? Yeah. We've been in it. It's not like it's going to start oh, soon. Sure. You know what it's I'm saying? Yeah. We've been in it. So I don't know if that's something you could hold on to. The fact that yeah, we kind of already yeah. this thing has started a while ago, right? Yeah. And there's things that we can look at um, that has happened with the church that if we have if we have the right eyes, we can see that yeah, he is processing us he, he right on her. down the down the line. You know what I I'm just saying? want us to get it. Yeah. You know that's Oh sure. I that's I think that's where I am. I just want us to get it as a body, as a nation. Yeah. And I keep hearing that scripture, one man saved a city. So if we can get like twenty of y'all <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can get yeah. about fifty of us. That's all we need. Will you, you know? save the city, Lord, we, for, we for ten righteous? <laughs> right. So I, I, I guess that's just my my heart. But I, no, there may be a real dynamic there, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, it could be. There may be because we know that He calls us to regions and yeah. He gives us jurisdictions. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. Spiritual in the spirit, we have jurisdictions in the regions that He puts us in. Right, and so. The, you know, hey, one, maybe yeah. something to that. Yeah, one man you know? saved the city. So if we can get, you know, in everybody's area, all over the country, all over the world, this is listened to all over the world. Mm-hmm. One man saved the city. Yeah, if we can, if we can unite, that yeah. is something that we can see change in our nation. Absolutely, and or nations wherever you live, and 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 not have to go as low, that low. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's just a thought on my mind <laughs> as you brought that topic up yeah man yeah i'm holding on tisha troy i'm holding on to you know some things that the lord said to us about the nation we live in america you know mm-hmm. and um and even as we have s- smaller regions within the u.s i believe that the fact that we're here we're still responsible for the whole as well, but it's the whole church 
yeah. in the U.S. that's responsible for, for the, the whole, whole U.S. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm I'm holding on, man, to some things that the Lord has said. We do know this, that he will have a church without spot or wrinkle. We do know that. that. You know what I'm saying? We do know yeah. that. Yeah, it's in the word. That. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, I've, I've had words from the Lord concerning wells of righteousness, streets of righteousness being repaid, repaved, I'm sorry, repaved. Mm-hmm. I've had words from the Lord concerning, and these, this has been over, over probably five, six, seven, eight years, maybe or even or even almost ten years, right? Yeah. Of things that He has said that I'm I'm holding on to, and I'm looking at, and I'm trying to make sure that I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be within that. And I think that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Encouraging people, as you just said, to to even our listeners, you know, that listen to the podcast, man. To, to just press into God and just ask him, yeah. you know, just yeah. ask him, God, you know, wh- wh- you know, help me to be where I'm supposed to be in this process. And right. if every one of us do that, right, then, you know, man, we I, won't I, miss. We won't miss. You know, we, we uh, have a prayer session that we do weekly at 530s at our church. And one of the things the Lord was saying was he was making it no more broken arrows mm, that he wow. was making us arrows of accuracy wow. is basically, and that we would begin to hit the target and we oh, wouldn't wow. begin. We would, we would not pray amiss, yeah. you know, anymore because he is, he is bringing us into that place yeah. where we will be in his quiver and use for his glory. Yeah. And so as you were talking, I was reminded of that, that in this season, if we press, if we seek, mm. we will hit that target Every single time. Wow. Every single time. Wow. We have to rely on Holy Spirit, obviously. I, I say stuff like that because it is obvious, and you're like, you shouldn't have to say that. But you do, right? You do have to say it. Sure. Uh, we have to rely on Holy Spirit. And I think as we begin to rely on him more and more and more, this is where that accuracy comes into play, right? I I, I think you said it. I don't I don't want to have to go through this, right? Yeah. I I'm, have just, to I'm just being is real. It, but if you pray, if you, no, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a very real place to be. Right. But if we all pray, pray from that place, then what happens? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And so eventually we come out of our emotions. We come out of our own, mm-hmm. uh, our own biases. We, we move all that kind of stuff and say, okay, what would you have me do? Right. You place me here for this time. Yeah. What do you need me to do? Right. And as long as we stay within those guidelines, within those parameters, I believe we'll be fine. I think that's where the accuracy comes in. And I think to your point where you're bringing that, that up to where it's on us. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't have to last that long. Right. You know, but it's on us. I, I think all of that success, all of this, whether we win, whether we lose, which we know we're not going to lose, but how we win, maybe yeah. that's the best way to say it. Yeah. All depends on the obedience that we have. No, I think that's great. How we win. Yeah. How we win. I think that's yeah. a great, great statement. It's not a fact that we, I mean, we know we're going to win. It's just a how. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to incur so many. I don't think now I could be wrong. No, I don't think I'm wrong. I was going to say, I think I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. I think that a lot of people in the body of Christ have incurred wounds and scars that they didn't have to incur. Well, if they many of just them, listened. if they had just listened yeah, yeah. Um, and, obeyed. And, and many of them are self-inflicted. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Oh, I have my own. Oh, I yeah, have we all so, do. Yeah. You know, so it ain't yeah. even a they, it's a we. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got yeah, mine. I, I got mine, man, where I'm like, oh, God, you know, that hurt. And I did, and I did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I tried to cut my own finger off, you yeah. know. Yeah, man. 
Man, you said something just now, Tisha, uh, broken arrow, and you were referring to an actual arrow, like a bow and arrow, right? But when you said broken arrow and that came up in you guys' prayer time, you know what came to mind? You will know this and you, you will understand this from a military perspective. What do they call... Wait a minute, you give me credit for being... I, I am, I am. I'm giving you credit <laughs> for being... I, I'm feeling really good today, right? You know, uh, but what, what, what do they call a munition, particularly a um, nuclear warhead that goes broken missing? Arrows. Yeah. They call it a broken arrow, mm-hmm. right? If it goes missing. Mm. You, you see, you see to, to your point... It came up in your prayer time about mm-hmm. broken arrows. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, God, that's prophetic, man. <laughs> yeah. Let us not have broken arrows. Let us yeah. not have missing munitions. That's so good. That's yeah. supposed to, we're supposed to have, we've been, we've been equipped with these things from God, but because <clears throat> we're not in the right place, yeah. they get missing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? That's so good. They get missing. That, that's literally, in the modern age, that's what they call a munition that goes missing, particularly if it's a, it's kind of specific to nuclear weapons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, that's what I saw, man. That's wow. what I saw. Oh, God, please let us not have broken oh, arrows among us. Yeah. yeah. Let us be able to use every single tool, every yes. single type of round you know what i'm saying type of cartridge there's different types of cartridges that do different things mm-hmm. if you if you get into shooting that kind of thing some people do competition shooting right and and there's just different types of cartridges that you would use to do different things of course yeah it's a great prayer man you know <laughs> it's a great prayer to to make sure that we're not we don't have broken arrows among us you know no more spinning the wheels anymore you know stuck in the mud yeah kind of man thing. You know, just moving forward. But now watch this. Broken arrows. People. Mm. People who are broken. God wanting to use us as the arrows. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm running with this for a minute. If y'all run, I'm with run, you. Run, yeah. run God wanting to, calling us. Because see, there's a scripture where he calls us, he calls us his battle axe, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, so there's, there's a little bit of. Okay, God sees us as at least a tool that he's willing to use or that he wants to use. And so what a wonderful prayer to say, oh, God, you know, let, let there be no broken arrows among us. Let there be no people who are not in place and who are not able to do the very specific thing that you've put them in the earth to do. Listen, so we left that on Sunday, and I've just kind of been meditating. Yeah. Zechariah 9.13, for I have bent... Judah, my mm-hmm. bow. So I've been praised my bow. Look at that. Fit it with the bow of Ephraim, with the wow. bow of fruitfulness. Wow. So you've got you've got uh, Judah as the, the bending part, the bow, yeah. and then fit it with the bow of Ephraim. It says, and raised up your sons, O Zion, and raised up your sons, O church, mm. against your sons, O Greece, against your enemy, and made you like a mighty sword of men. Verse 14, then the Lord will be seen over them, and his arrow will go forth like lightning. Then the Lord will blow the trumpet and go with a whirlwind from the south. Wow. I have been just kind of pondering that thing and and, and dealing with that thing (laughs) because I feel like 
That's so good. That as we pray, there's going to be a fruitfulness that is going to be released as we pray. And, you know, the verse before that in verse 12, it says that I will restore double to you. Yeah. I will restore double to you. So he is releasing those arrows. And in that session, there was visions of arrows and visions of just a massive arrows. Just, yeah, it was so many arrows just going back and forth and hitting targets. And I just believe that in this season or as we cross over into that and embrace that word, that we are going to begin to see targets hit and like the game battleship. Mm -hmm. You have been sunk. Right. The enemy has right. been sunk because right. we've, we're hitting it. Mm. Intercessors are hitting it. Yeah. Prophets are hitting it. Apostles, yeah. the fivefold, what, yeah. whoever. They're hitting those targets yes. and they're sinking the enemy's battleship. Wow. And so I'm excited yeah. about that broken arrow word because yeah, awesome, you just man. bought a whole nother perspective that I have to share that, that is so awesome. with the team. So, yeah. That is so awesome. I, I, I remember being in prayer years ago and Holy Spirit leading me to take arrows and just stab them in the ground. Remember that scripture? Mm-hmm. Who was that? Who was uh, that? It was a king right before Elisha's death. And he only stabbed them in the ground three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he the said, Lord you asked him, did it. you should have done it multiple yeah. times. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think that's where we are. I think that I think in in part that's where we are. God looking for people who are bold enough to take spiritual arrows and mark their land and mark their ground. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing, y'all. Okay, so okay, we, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing to me that we can have so much faith for real estate, but not have faith for spiritual land that represents the souls of men. Mm. Mm -hmm. I know it's an indictment, but it's an indictment on all of us. Yeah, it really is. Intercessors pray we, we don't pray they. Right. Right. Correct. So I'm not talking they, I'm saying we, right? Whether we are specifically guilty of that or not. But it's just amazing to me that we've come to this place within the body, at least within the American body, from my vantage point, where we have faith for everything you know, we'll stab if somebody if somebody if some prophet gave someone a word and say you, you go go buy you some little arrows and and stab them in the ground and claim that land is yours and your house and your this and your that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so motivated to do it, man. But yeah. what about what about taking those arrows and 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 stabbing them in the ground and declaring that this is where my field is and my field to your point Tisha my field will be fruitful I'm not yes. moving off of this ground. I'm claiming this ground in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everything within a 10, 15, 20 mile radius is going to come to know, at least hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, because I'm claiming this ground and I'm staking my faith on it. Where is Hallelujah. that? And that causes for you to actually do what God called us to do. though, Dude. You know, <laughs> it, that's, what, Dude. that's what it causes, man. Dude. It caused you to recognize that you weren't saved for yourself. Um, if it were about you, then as soon as you got saved, you would go to heaven. Mm. If it were. So why are you here? Mm. And you have to recognize, well, why am I here? I'm born again. Yeah. I'm filled with the spirit of God. I'm anointed for work. Why yeah. am I here? Yeah. And it calls you to look at that. So, 
you is too many of us because again you said intercessors pray as us and not them but it's too many of us that take the gifts of God for granted yeah right and it's too many of us that take the authority of God for granted yeah the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof this planet still belongs to him yeah the world yeah. system is run by Satan but the earth itself yeah belongs to him yeah if we can look at and I like the analogy that you use or the comparison that you use if we can look at spiritual territory just like we can real estate, yeah. the ball game changes. Yes. Right? Yeah. But the real estate is something that we can see. Yeah. The spiritual territory is something that we can't. Right. The problem is the one thing that we've been taught is to walk by faith and not by sight. We're That's doing right. it the opposite way. That's right. You see what I mean? That's we can exactly see right. the physical real estate, yeah. right? We can't see, again, we can't yeah. see the spiritual territory. Yeah. But we're more excited about what we can see yeah. and not by what we hear. And, right. and, and, you know, it's so weird, though, because, okay, so no indictment at all. We're just, no. we're just talking this out, right? Yeah. But it's so weird to me, y'all, because, because a man or a woman of God will have faith for a piece of physical real estate sure. in order to build a church on, uh-huh. <laughs> a church building on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But may not take it to the next place. May not, you know what I'm saying? May not bring it full circle and have that same level of faith, right? For the people. I mean, to your point, obviously, I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm with you, you know, expanding on your point that you just made. We, we have to come to this place, man, where it's not, it's, it's just not about. I mean, we, maybe I can say it like this. We, we have to be able to see, because that's what you said. We have to be able to see in the spirit, what is this territory, God, that you have me in? Yeah. What am I supposed to be, what, what am I supposed to be managing in this territory that you have me in? I'll be real honest. I'm still working that out. Well, it's still about stewardship. Right. Because it's about stewardship. It's still about stewardship. Exactly. Why was Adam in the garden? What do you want me to do? I got to manage this area. Exactly. It's still about It's never I, changed. I'll be the first one to say, changed. I am still walking that yeah, thing man. out with God and say, okay, God, you told us not to leave this area. And now, you know, and now it's been a few years that talking about that length thing, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And oh, you told me some specific you. things about staying <laughs> yeah. in this region. And so we stayed in this region, but it don't really seem like. Like, you know, I mean, we're doing stuff. We we yeah. live this, so we do yeah. stuff, right? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, God, okay, am I doing the thing that you told me a couple right. of years ago when we got ready to leave and you said, don't leave, and, you know, I want you to stay here, <laughs> and I'm going to give you another level of authority yeah. in the region. Yeah. You know, I mean, what does that look like? Yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah. So we're all there. You know what I'm saying? In one way or another, we're all there. How long do I stay at this church, God? Do, you know, Come am I on. supposed to, you know, is it time? You know, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah, are we yeah, there yeah. yet? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and he says, yeah, don't, don't, you're good, son. You're good. You just, you know, just stay in there. And see, that brings me back to the beginning of the conversation. Just keep giving me your yes. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. keep giving me your yes. Yeah. And I think we as people, individuals get frustrated or- sure get out of place or get discouraged even Yeah, man. That's when real. it's been a long time. Cause think about Abraham. He was it's like, real. listen, listen, God, I, 
Ishmael is over here. Let's just like, use Ishmael. How about this? <laughs> you know, I appreciate you. I really do. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> we got Ishmael. You know, it's all good. You said you were going to give me a child. And yeah. here, here you go. I, 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 know, I know you're busy, God. Yeah. I know you're busy. <laughs> you I tell you, you know, stuff you got all kinds of stuff going on, God. Yeah. Ishmael, and, and a lot of times we, we settle for Ishmael. Or we we oh, try to man. make oh, Ishmael yeah. and put Ishmael in that place Jesus. of promise because we get discontent. Mm. We get we're like, is this it? I mm, mean, mm, 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 mm. It, yeah. it's just it's oh my. So we have to the, the hard thing. I can say all day. I can preach. Don't put Ishmael in front of you know. You wait for your Isaac. But that's a that's a that's a walk with God. That's a trust. The practicality is a little bit different. The practicality yeah. is a little, a little different. bit different. Yes. When Ishmael is right here, you love Ishmael. Yep. Yep. Ishmael is a son. Yeah. Yep. You know, he qualifies. Yeah. Right? And you're doing that thing and, and he's been there and you've already settled in yeah. your disability. Mm. You've settled in your lack. You're living in that lack and it has become your normal. Mm. And you're just like, I can deal with this. And I've I actually, I'm speaking from a place of there right now, just mm. to be transparent. Mm, mm, mm. And you're like, I can live with this God. Mm. I, I, I can live with this. And God is saying, oh my God. And this Man. is what he's saying to me. Jesus. Speak again. I'm like, God, I didn't spoke like, 50 million times. Jesus. Speak again. Come on, man. I've called you to speak. Come on. You are my speaking prophet or you're my speaking vessel. Speak again. Believe yeah. again for yeah. some of yeah, us. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, and that's why God, I believe one of the reasons why God came back to Abraham, because they were settling. They were living life. Mm. They, had, they had made peace with what it was. I got my boy. You know? <laughs> oh, but, that but we my, would not settle. Oh, my boy was born settle. from the flesh. That's the yeah. problem. My boy was born from frustration. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. It wasn't born from a place of peace or a yeah. place of the promise. It was right. born from flesh. It was born from frustration. Yeah. So the only thing it could produce is more flesh yeah. and more frustration. And more frustration. Mm. This is why he said, your hand will be against every man and every man's hand will be against you. Yeah. Because Ishmael could only cause frustration. Yeah. That's all he could do. Yeah. Right. Mm. So that's yeah, what man. he came from. That's all he could produce. My, my, and my. so it's important to wait for the promise. Right? My God, because Help us, Jesus. because what does the promise produce? More promise, yeah. Oh, produce boy. more promise, and that's yeah. exactly what Isaac did. Mm. Exactly, mm. it perpetuated. And, and and Isaac means laughter, doesn't it? It means laughter. Mm. You, you know, so yeah. <laughs> so you got frustration or laughter? Or Which laughter. one you're going <laughs> to yeah, choose? You know yeah. right. right. Well, you're going to wait on yeah. laughter. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Even though frustration, you know, I mean, boy, that's a that's a way to look at it too. You yeah. got frustration yeah, like in front of you. You know, and you're having to wait on the time that we can finally laugh. Yeah. yeah. God. Uh. <laughs> God. But, but, and so what does that do? It puts us in a place of where we have to say every day, he's faithful. He's faithful. Yeah. <sighs> well, you day. have to praise and be thankful. And I feel like that mm -mm. is a very much a key mm. to reaching that promise place Absolutely. is just saying, thank you, Lord. Thank when, you, Lord. When you think about it and your emotions try to get tied to it in a negative fashion. Yep. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When yep. when it's been long and it's been years yep. and you know what God said, yep. nobody can tell you otherwise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yep. And 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 I even sense right now that those this is for those with children. 
Mm. Um, as, as we're speaking right now, that as you're listening to this, you have a promise over your child. There's wayward children out there. There's there's situations, there's things in their life, even sickness mm. and disease that has come and rested on your children, that has come and tried to keep them in a certain place. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Because his word will not lie. It will not return void. Thank Can't. you, Lord. Yeah. And, and, and so even what the enemy tries to do, thank you, Lord. What the enemy tried to do with Ishmael. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that, you know, he, he got involved. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and even with Abraham, he's like, look, Jesus, I'm cool. No, mm. thank you, Lord. So y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's, man, that's so good, man. That is so good. Cause see, I had a thought this morning, man, connected to thank you, Lord. And the thought was, and I asked Ben this. Our friend Ben, yeah. I asked him that this morning at about 6.30 this morning. I said, Ben, you know, let me ask you a question. I said, do, do we worship? <laughs> do we worship the same way at home, the way we worship at church? It's a good question. Mm-hmm. Because we talk about thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You get in an atmosphere, and of course, it's electric. You know, if 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 you're around people who really, who around real worshipers, yeah, you know, yeah. it's electric, man. There's something that happens, right? And and you're more, you know, if if you're a worshiper, you're gonna probably end up on your knees or on your face. Mm-hmm. You you know, you're gonna be crying tears and everything. and the question. I just I just really wondered this morning, how many believers actually worship that way in their homes yeah we have gotten robin and i have gotten breakthrough through worship when everything was wrong when everything was seemed to be going wrong or when things were tough man and and all we had was his promise there was no (laughs) indication (laughs) nothing of you know i'm saying no light at the end of the tunnel as they say right but we worshiped yeah I mean, worship on our face in the living room, crying tears. Somebody said earlier, I think it was Terry, snotting and crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a Terryism, snotting like and crying, right? <laughs> and saw a breakthrough. Yeah. Because we didn't make it a Sunday morning, put on an, yeah. a little bit of an act kind of thing. You it's know, pure. In, in other words, we. What ha- what has happened is, I think, in a lot of places, is that we go to church to be motivated to worship, mm-hmm. when we should have been worshiping on that level at home, and then we bring that to the gathering. Yep. And so it doesn't take the praise team. Come on. Having the prime you to bring you to this place, and then they go through two or three songs, and then finally they sing your song. Oh, that's my song, and now you're feeling it, right? Mm-hmm. It should yeah. be that you're already crying, you're already on your face, you're so full of thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That I mean, the first note, the, the keyboard player just starts playing, <laughs> and you're you're done. Yeah, you're gone, right? Yeah, and that's what I hope for, and that's what I pray for for the body of Christ, Tisha, is that we can come back to that place where we're where we're sensitive again, so sensitive to the presence of God, but even more so than that, where we're sensitive to the Word of God. Of again. course, yeah, yeah. I've um. You've heard me say this before. If you if you come to church to worship, you're already late. Yeah. You go to church to continue worshiping what you were already doing at home. 
Um, there's a, a image that you'll see. This is why every believer should study the tabernacle. Like an, if you can't do an exhaustive study, do a deep study of mm-hmm. the tabernacle the best you can. But when they would pack up the tabernacle, right, they pack up everything and then they would take the coals from the altar and they would put them in what was called censers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so you see some of the Catholic priests, they have the little right. ball mm-hmm. with the chain and yeah. they're swinging it. And they're swinging it. And so since God started that fire, that's the fire that they wanted. Yes. Right? No strange fire. Right. Only the fire that God started. Right. And so they would pack that up and they would put that coal inside the censer. And the priest had to walk with it swinging yeah. so enough airflow could come through yeah. to keep it smoking but not to light it. Right. 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 When they got to the place, they would unpack it. Yeah. And put the coal back on top of the fire and then it would ignite the fire. So now you, you keep carrying the flame mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Right. Mm-hmm. What I see in that. Right. Is before the edifice was built. Right. When they're on their way somewhere. Yeah. There was a dude that was already smoking on his way to the place. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Come you see on. what I mean? Yeah, that's so good. He didn't have to wait to get there to catch fire. Yeah. He was already smoking. Yeah, that's good. On man. his way. This is how we should be on our way. Yeah. to our services, to our gatherings, to these yeah. meetings. Yeah. And it's because you carry the fire. Yeah. Even in your home, you carry yeah. it from your home in this sure. sensor and you're just smoking on your way to sure. the place sure. and you ignite with everybody else. When oh, you get man. There. This beautiful. is how worship should happen. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. You know what I see there too, though? Yeah. I, I, I see that in relation to God taking you from one assignment to the next assignment. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Take the coal. Yeah, you're not on fire. Mm-hmm. And so what we tend to do is we tend to think, oh, God, what did I do something wrong? Yes. Because I'm not, I'm not I'm not flaming I'm like not I was. flaming like I was. Yeah. But he's packing you up to move the, you to the, the next thing. Yeah. Right. And so there's smoke. Right. Mm-hmm. But we misinterpret it many times yeah, man. as, oh, man, God, what happened? We. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I just packed you up to get you to the next you place. It's yeah. still there. Yeah. And when and when you're in set in the next place that I have for you in, in, in your walk with me, you're going to flame up again, man. Yeah, man. I hope that helps people. Man, that you know place of transition is a real place. That place of transition. It's a real place. And a lot of times in that place of transition. We flame out. Yeah. We dip the coal in some water and say, bump this. <laughs> bump <laughs> done this, man. Three I've been done. swinging this for three days. I'm coughing from all this, this smoke. smoke. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm dousing it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm through with I'm this. I'm through with this. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get there, it's like, now how do I like now, this? Now how do I like Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't do strange Be- fire. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't light it in, in the, the first, first place. place. Yeah. Now I got to go, oh, God, I'm so and sorry. Please light this for me. Please rekindle. You know, please rekindle. Please rekindle. <laughs> I have been there. That's my song. I was singing when I came in. Uh, rekindle the fire, Lord, within mm-hmm. me once yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. I can't sing the song no more. I ain't burnt out. No, there you I ain't go. burnt out. I'm just yeah. smoking. You know. Yeah. yeah, man. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, it's a good v- vision to look at it that way. A good way to look at it, I should say. Um, that In transit. In transit. In transit. Pack yeah. you up. Yeah, yep, that transition is real. It is, you know? man. So real. Listen, let me tell you something. As a prophet, I, 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 I feel like I'm different than most of the prophets I know. You yeah. know that I, I'm familiar with, man, because I just I'm I want to be so careful to 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 know that if I use some of those key words, right? You know, prophets like to tell people they're in transition. 
That's one of those keywords. You know the other one. Come on, say it. Shift. 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 You got to say it that way. Shift. There you go. (laughs) And and season. God is shifting you out of one season into another season. (laughs) You got to have those. We poke at it, but, but I'm very, very careful not to use those unless God is telling me to use them. Sure. Because of what comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what comes with it now, right? Yeah. Your yeses cost. Yeah. yeah. The transitions cost. There's tears in the transition. There's feelings of wanting to give up, to yes. your point, Tisha, in yeah. the transition. You know what I'm saying? There's woe is me and God, are you sure? And, yeah. you know, have you, you know, and sometimes it's God, where are you? Where are you? Yeah. In, yeah, the in the transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, from from a prophet's perspective, I'm like, oh, God, I, I need to make sure that if you're telling me, if you're not telling me to tell somebody they're in transition, I'm not saying it just because it sounds good because I know it comes with it. And I think that yeah. word has been used so many times to explain when some stuff is not happening mm-hmm. that when people do hear it, they just like, please, please be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. there's like, well, you've been in a transition, you know, I've been in transition for 40 years. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. It's I'm not possible. saying it. it's possible, but yeah. I'm saying, I think more often than not. And I may have, I, I, you know, if, I've done that, just to be honest with you. You don't know, have the words to explain mm-hmm. why something hasn't manifested or why things haven't changed or whatever the issue is. Yeah. And they use that word. So I'm, I'm careful or would like to be more careful, let me say that, because I know what that frustration brings when yeah. somebody says that. Yeah. And you're like, you just think you ain't heard yeah. Jesus. That, 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 that's, it's not welcoming it's to not everybody. It's not welcoming, no. You know what I'm saying? To tell people that they're in transition. No. If, you know, if they are and, and you're getting it from the Lord, then by Fine. all means, yeah. right? But, uh, but the, the idea <laughs> of understanding now, been around this thing for a few years, right? And understanding what it means. We shouldn't say anything that God's not saying anyway. Anyway, yeah. That's true. That's the rule. And we right. shouldn't try to explain from a fleshly perspective because we feel bad for the person. Exactly. Or we don't have the answer. Exactly. You don't have the answer. Just you just don't have know. the answer. You just don't have the I don't answer. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and um, I don't know, man. You know, some sometimes from a prophetic perspective, sometimes, man, you know, it's like, um, I'm going to pray for you because of what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's that prophecy? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pray for you. I feel led to pray for you because of the things. I got a prophetic word, man. Oh, my God. And I'm still walking this thing out. I mean, it's been five years, and 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 it is as much in play today as it was when it was said to me. But this is part of what was said to me. You've been asking the Lord, you know, okay, Lord, what, what else? I mean, things have been tough. This is what she picked up from the Lord that I was, and she was absolutely accurate, right? You've been asking the Lord, you know, okay, so man, God, things are tough. And I mean, is there any more? Is there something else that I need to give up? And she said, and the Lord says, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, (laughs) it was, I mean, she didn't, she didn't blink. Yeah. She said, and the Lord said, yes, there's 
more that you're going to have to give up because of where I'm taking you and because of what I want to do with you and, and so on and so forth, right? And so that, that, that idea that it's not about your house and your car and yeah. your, those, those are low level, that's low level stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's the promise of God to take care of his people. And your faith is involved in that to whatever degree your faith is involved in that. How much can you, you know, what can you believe God for? Whatever, right? But that's provision. That's a father providing for his children. Sure. Why do I got to tell you that every time? You know what I'm saying? That's a prov- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about some real stuff. Right. God has called you to do X, Y, and Z, and this is what it's going to cost, and he wants you to understand that it will cost you, but it will be the best price you've ever paid. Now, that's a good prophetic word. Take up your cross. Take up your it cross. Is, it's a great yeah. prophetic word. I think I'll say it this way, and, and, and maybe you can chime in. Maybe you disagree. I don't know. The yes doing what God told you to do, following after God. Does it cost you? Of course it does, mm-hmm. right? You won't be alone, right? Right. But it doesn't mean you won't feel lonely. Oh, dude. Come on. Come on, man. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So this, it, you talked about the place of transition, right? That yeah. place of transition, this is sometimes where your family turns their back on you, right? Yeah. And where your children don't understand you anymore and they just kind of walk away. And this is this is the place where... Uh, the layoffs come at yeah. the same time. You know what I mean? In yeah. the place of transition, yeah. you're having to deal with all this stuff. Yeah. And the people that you thought you could rely on, they're not there anymore. Right. Right. And and some of the people that you thought you'd be able to glean wisdom from, they haven't been where you're going. Right. And you're like, well, what do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Right. What do yeah. I do? I thought at least I could call this brother and say, hey, look, this is what I'm going through. Right. But this brother has no clue right. what I'm going through. He's never been through it. So what do you do then? You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this you're not alone. You know God's with you. Right. But you sure do feel awful lonely. Yeah. Because yeah. nobody around you understands you. Yeah. And I think that's sometimes the the hurtful thing. Oh yeah. Um that's <laughs> I mean it's hurtful and I don't want to demean that, but then there's something that comes from that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. something good that comes from that. Well, I was going to say I I believe personally that 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 some of that's designed by God. I think so. Wholeheartedly. To make sure it's just you and, and him. him. Yeah. 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 To make sure it's just you and him. And um, yeah, I, I mean, full stop. That's, I, I, there's nothing <laughs> yeah, else to say. <laughs> you know I have called people that normally every other time I call, they got wisdom coming out their ears. Yeah. You call them on this and it's like crickets. Yeah. And I don't know if it's crickets because the Lord said don't say nothing or it's crickets because they yeah. really don't have anything. I got an answer for you. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, God. But I was listening to um, a very popular um, person, and I, I'll say his name if you have to delete it out, but I like to give credit where credit is due, Vlad. And I was listening to one of his teachings, and he was talking. I can't remember the subject, but it stuck with me. He said, when you're trying to, the gist of it is, when you're trying to hear from God, when you're trying to hear from God and you're having that hard time, he used the prophet Elijah and he, he talked about, you know, after he did that battle with the prophets of mm-hmm. Jezebel mm-hmm. and then he, he was running and then he, the journey was too much for him. Right. And the angel woke him up and said, eat. Mm-hmm. And then he rested again. Yeah. And then he said, Good. eat. Yeah. 
because the journey is too long, yeah, too hard, and offer that food. So he was saying a lot of times before you get that answer that you're looking for, you need to eat the word of God. Yeah, then God will lead you to that secret place. Yeah, then you wait in His presence. I thought that was so good. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. I thought that was so good. So when we're in those place of transitions. When we're in those hard places, when we're trying to hear God, where everyone else has moved away, eat. Yeah. Rest in him. And then God will lead you to that secret place in the cleft of the rock. And you will perceive his spirit, that still small voice or however the Lord desires to speak in that moment. Yeah. And you will have and get your next set of instructions. And we know Elijah got his next set of instructions. I thought that was so good. Yeah. That's awesome. And I've been gleaming from that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. Um, the secret place, um, Elijah, mm-hmm. that dude, man. I love yeah. Elijah. Just that wilderness ex- experience. You know, a lot of stuff happens in the wilderness. That's The wilderness is a place of transition because who wants to live there? You know, right. yeah. nobody wants to be there permanently. So, right. you know, I mean, there's, there's, I guess there's a group of people that, that probably do. But for the most part, you want to get somewhere where you can sustain life. Yeah. And I know in the wilderness they have these little areas called wadis. Yeah. The wilderness, these these deep canyons, yeah. these deep ravines. Yeah. And been, been in some. In a moment, yeah. So yeah, because yeah, you guys did maneuvers and stuff yeah. like that. But in a moment, because they warn you about those wadis, they can flash flood in yeah. seconds. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was drinking my coffee. Yeah, you tea. you were drinking tea. <laughs> Air Force. Yeah, you have those ravines, these wadis, and when you're traveling through them, and sometimes you can't avoid but to travel through them. Boy. Mm. But you you have to move. You have to move. move. Yeah. You know, there's times where you're supposed to sit still, like Elijah, and wait. But then there's times that you have to move, and you have to move with a sense of urgency. Yes. Because you're in a place that could flood immediately. Yes. Right? Yes. On the other side of the wadi is the good part. Because eventually, as it floods, the water still has to trickle out because yeah. it's a desert, right? right. Mm-hmm. And you're able to drink. You're right. able to sustain life. Right. Right. And I think sometimes you have to recognize the environment that you're in. Sometimes the environment is, I need to sit here and wait. Sometimes the environment is, I need to move with urgency. Yeah. And then sometimes I need to get on the other side and be grateful because now there's provision. Yes. You see what yeah. I mean? Oh, absolutely. I want to go back to something you said, and I'm posing a question. Sure. John the Baptist, you were, you were talking about the wilderness and you said nobody really wants to live there. Nobody really wants to. But John the Baptist lived in the wilderness. He did. By assignment. By assignment. I, 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 talk about that. Just think, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Because can, can, and it, I guess it can be, but can the wilderness really be your assignment? It can be, but let's talk sure. about that oh, and what that looks like for a person that may be have that has that assignment so john came from a group of people i i believe john came from a group of people that were called the essays and those are the folks that were out in qumran remember we were there in qumran mm-hmm. where the dead sea scrolls were found mm-hmm. these were some priests and they saw themselves as righteous priests mm-hmm. and when the romans came or the romans were on their way they were like we're getting the heck out of here and we're just gonna go out to the wilderness right and when people are ready when the people of god repent They'll come find us, and we'll show them the ancient paths. Right. Right? Right. So they chose to go out there, but part of their assignment while they were out there, they were supposed to rewrite. I shouldn't say rewrite. They were supposed to copy the text, right. preserve the text. This is why we find the Dead Sea Scrolls in Qumran, right. right, in some of those caves. I can't remember what, which number cave it was, 
where most of it was found, or the scroll of Isaiah was found mm-hmm. in one of the caves. Either way, mm-hmm. so John, John was accustomed to being in the wilderness. Do I think that was the assignment of the Essenes? I do. Do I believe that was the assignment of John? I do. But I, do I think that they would have moved out there if it wasn't by assignment? I, probably not. Mm-hmm. It's just gotcha. too hard to sustain life. Yeah. In that, it, you, you really have to be like Bear Grylls or something like that. <laughs> right. you, you can sustain life right. uh, for a long period of time. And not just sustain life, but perpetuate life. Because you got to have kids. You got to have animals. You got to yeah. have... It's just tough, and I think um, there's there's a certain there's a certain grace that you have to have, I believe, just to be out there to you know physically, yeah, now, spiritually that spiritual wilderness. I think that's all by God putting you there. Well, well, we have an example in Jesus. Jesus sure. was led into the wilderness led. for yeah. forty days, forty nights, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I say, oh, absolutely, wilderness can be your assignment because it's it's still part of that transition to the next thing. I mean, or I should say it like this. It could be part of that transition to the next, to the next thing. And as you're saying that, I'm thinking about John the Baptist. He was the transition. He was the transition. So that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. He was the transition. He was the transition. That's exactly he proclaimed, right. you know, that Jesus to come. He was that transition. So it makes sense for yeah. that to be yeah. his assignment. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, we 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 can look at Jesus and say, okay, wow, he had a tr- he had a wilderness experience as part of his his assignment, sure, to do what he came to actually do. And you know what I always say, he's our example in all things. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so I look at it like this: if, if God led Jesus into the wilderness, what are the chances that He won't lead <laughs> me into the wilderness? Eventually, at some point in time, at some, at point, least at some point in time, maybe more. Now <laughs> I want to get back to something that you said, Troy, sure. um, about the wadis, because yeah, I've yeah. I've been in the desert and I've been in, and I've gone through those wadis and yeah. I've actually seen them instantly flood, like almost instantaneously, the water comes. What's fascinating to me, I want to bring add this point to what you said. What's fascinating to me is that even though you're in the desert, there are elevations. Come mm-hmm. on. Where the hills are so high yeah. that they're snow capped. That mm-hmm. is true. And at different points in time, some of that snow melts. Mm. And that's where that's the because you waters. didn't you didn't explain where the water Correct. comes from, Correct. right? So here, look at look and see. I guess in my mind, I'm seeing on high, right? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the Father having something to do with the flooding, right? I got you. Yeah, but how we how we handle the flooding, as you so eloquently said, will determine whether we're taken out by it, whether we're stuck by it. Or whether we're provided, whether it becomes provision. Sure. Yeah. But it came from on high. There are high mountains. I was in the um, Mojave Desert mm-hmm. at a point in my military career. And, man, you know, those snow-capped mountains would sometimes melt. Uh, water's got to go somewhere. water comes down. Yeah. And you're going along, the, along your way. Uh, here's another thing. We talk about seasons earlier, right? In the desert, you can have all four seasons in the same day. In the same day. I've experienced wow. it. 
Wow. All four seasons. So think about all this stuff from a spiritual perspective, <laughs> right? Yeah. God is the one that's leading. And, you know, so so if we talk about seasons, I'm talking about natural seasons, but think about all the different facets of the walk that he has designed out for you that we don't understand and many times don't like. And so you have a, you have a laughing, a crying, a woe is me. You uh, I'm, all, you uh, I'm, I'm, I'm God's man. I'm God's woman. Mm-hmm. I feel strong. You know, let me roar. All in this, all in the, the same, same day. day. I've been there. I have so been there. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All in the same day, and he's smiling because you know. Be, l- listen, y'all. The Lord told me this one day. He said, "Son, until you've experienced it all, the tears, the woe, the pain, the victory, the triumph, until you've experienced it all, the heartbreak." The, the people who you thought, you said it earlier, who you thought were going to be there yeah. and they left you, right? You don't even understand when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take you up. Yeah. You have no understanding of that until you've been abandoned, right? He said, until you experience it all, you haven't even started living yet. The Lord mm. told me that one day. Yeah. He said, you hadn't even started living yet until you, he said, because so many of my people try to ward off any kind of pain, any kind of pressure, any kind of anything that we consider negative. Sure. And he says, but, but, but they don't realize that they're fighting off their connection to Jesus to the thing to, 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 you know what I'm saying? To understand what it means, right. To be connected to him. So you're, you're helping me with something because I said this years ago, people that avoid trouble, avoid God. Yeah, man. I got that from the Lord. Too. If God is your ever present help in the time of trouble, while you're avoiding trouble, you're avoiding God. There's an aspect of God that you're only going to learn when you're in trouble. It's, it's, you can hear about it. Let me say it this way. I'm not going to say learn. That's not the right thing. To know. Yeah. There's yeah. an aspect of God that you will only know. Yeah. I talked about that intimate knowledge when you're in trouble. Yeah. So it's the only way you have to go. And, and people, people of God just avoid trouble. They, they don't want to go against the flow yeah. because they understand if I go against the flow, trouble's going to come. But here's yeah. the problem, man. You can do the right thing and trouble can still come. And, and trouble man. still comes. It still comes. Yeah. My, my dad used to tell me, he said, son, trouble is not lazy. Yeah. If you don't get up and go look for it, it has no problem coming to look for you. That's right. That's right. Trouble will come find you. Yeah. You know, it's not lazy. And I think when we avoid trouble, then there's an aspect of God that we avoid because that part about him being, think about this. Paul and Silas, they worship God, you know, when Mm -hmm. they were in trouble. But had they avoided that, look at what they would not have learned about God. Here's another aspect of avoiding trouble. When we avoid trouble, we avoid dominion. Mm. Correct. Because there's no reason to have there's dominion. There's no reason to have <laughs> yeah. dominion unless there's something yeah. there you to, go. Dominate. to dominate. Yeah. That's right. So so that's right. To add to what you're saying, when we avoid trouble, we also avoid dominion. We avoid the authority. We avoid walking in the authority of God that He's given us as sons. True. As sons and daughters, obviously. We avoid tr- but people avoid trouble i just don't want any trouble you're like well and and, and you know what happens though in the avoidance of trouble we end up in trouble 
Yeah, yeah man. That's, true. <laughs> that's what because, you said. Yeah. It's coming anyway. Yeah. One way or the other. Because we, we build up. So let's say somebody, I'm not going to be hurt. I'm not going to let people hurt me. Right. Now you've built up this wall of offense, defense, and you're constantly being hurt, but you think that's protecting you. Right. So you've actually. Now you're hurting yourself. Now you're hurting yourself. So where you were trying to avoid others hurting you, you're hurting yourself. So. You just hey, just get in there with Jesus. And now your ears are callous, so your you can't. So hear. you can't. So you can't hear when God actually sends an individual to say something to you that's actually from Him. Your heart is stony. Your heart is stony. So yeah. now you can't sense Mm-mm. that. Wow, this really is God. You know, this person is talking to me, and and this really is God. So you know, it, I mean, it's just you know, it's it's not a good place to be, man. No, so to we, try to avoid trouble. No, we have got to walk with God. Yep, and and have dominion. Yes, yep. and expect to be and know that you are yes. victorious. Yes, Absolutely. that's the way that we have to live. And God, what we're doing in this life is training. Yes, this is training. The transition is for the training. The promise for whatever time it is, is for the training. Yes. We don't know. I don't know how this is going to be when Jesus returns and we're, we're going to reign. Well, if we're going to reign, we got to reign over something. Yeah. And so, you know, that is a mystery that has not been revealed. It may not be revealed on this side of glory. Don't know. But we're going to reign over something and we're going to have something to, to, to do. I, we are training and we have to understand that and know that in Christ, yeah, we can do all things, and we have to just stand in that. Yeah, yeah. I agree.